Hey, hello everyone. Welcome back to Blues Fans TV. And welcome to the Blues Boards podcast. Uh, it's a bit of a mouthful that. But yeah, welcome back. This is uh, the podcast, the Blues Fans TV official podcast. Uh, we brought one recently out with me, Lars and Lewis recently. So if you want to check that out, go check it out. But what we're going to be doing is we're going to bring in these live. So the plan is that we're going to record these lives. You can get involved in the comments. We'll speak about topics. There'll be a live Q&A at the end. And also we're going to bring in some special guests. Uh, so, you know, we're going to keep getting guests in. So, you know, today we've got some great guests coming up, but also make sure that you get your guest um, recommendations in the comments. Who do you want to see on this? And we'll get them in. Right, without further ado, let's get the boys in. So today we have Jam from SW6. How you doing, mate? Yes, all good, man. All good. How you doing, Jay? You good? I'm, I'm great, thanks, mate. Thanks for joining in. And we also have Nick from That Chelsea Podcast. How you doing, mate? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on, man. No, thank you for joining us, boys. The first live Blue Balls podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think to it. the name, by the way, lads? What do you think to the name? Well, it took us um, it took us about two minutes to get it, but Nick he clocked it earlier. And, oh yeah, we're, we're just pissing ourselves around this quality. Yeah, hey, nothing nothing but professionalism here at Blue Balls and at Blues fans. Right, um, so let's get on to what we're going to be talking about. We're going to talk about uh, the Krasnodar game. We're going to briefly cut through that because we don't want to talk about it for too long. We're going to talk about the UCL um, draw that's going to be coming up and who we might face because uh, we finished top, of course. And then we're going to be talking about some of the games coming up, so the Everton game on the weekend and other games. And like I said, live Q&A at the end. So make sure you get your comments in early. Right, lads, Krasnodar, we're going to breeze through it a little bit because, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure all of us had an eye on the United game because that was a bit more exciting because uh, United didn't go through. Back to the Europa they go. Um, I guess the only thing I really wanted to say about that game was, you know, we had we had a couple key players coming back, like Billy Gilmore, and we had like uh, Andrew in coming through, and also Havertz was playing uh, for a full good amount of minutes. So what, what did you think to that, lads? Jam, do you want to go first on that? Yeah, go on then. Um, well, those were the only positives from the game. And the fact that we didn't lose. I mean, no one really cared about the result. But um, Kai got some minutes in his legs. He needed it. You know, um, he needs to get his sharpness back. He really does. Um, and that's going to take time because of the C word. I can't really say that. Um, now, Tino, you know, we didn't really know what to expect from him. We just wanted him to do well and he did well. He was putting himself about. He was energetic. He was getting involved where he could. Um, and he looked confident. So you really like to see that from from a, from a teenager, you know. Um, so really good from him, stepping up. It looked easy. I hope to see more of him as well. But the main man, Billy Jeezy, man. Billy Ooh. Jeezy. Let's say his name properly. <laughs> he was pulling the strings. Literally just sitting there, just doing this. But what I loved about him is his turns. I mean, there's the comparison with Iniesta for a reason, right? I mean, some of those turns that he was doing, <laughs> is ball control something else? Maybe he's a number eight, not number six. What do you think about that? Oof. It's a big one. It's a big one. I mean, it, he's like the complete midfielder, isn't he? He's so good at being the, the number eight and, and going forward, and the, like you said, the way he turned, but also the way he just retrieves and he was everywhere in that midfield. Like, we have a special kid on our hands, and I just really hope he develops through with us at Chelsea. Um, Havertz, Nick, what did you think to Havertz this game? Yeah, 
at times he made it look easy. Like I think that standard of opposition was a game he should excel in. You know, nice touches. He did sort of, I think at times, sort of run the show a bit in the first half. I guess the main disappointment was he missed that great chance just before he got subbed. But more minutes in the legs for him, which is what he needs really. You know, coming back from from COVID, obviously, you know, we sort of now starting to know the effects of it has on players. Hearing you know interviews from Paul Pogba etc now finding out the severity of how bad Kai had it so yeah just encouraging really to see to see a solid performance from him but yeah I guess for main man the Umbrew Iniesta had a had a stormer so that was good <laughs> yeah no absolutely it was it was great to see and to be fair you know the like we said we're going to breeze through Krasnodar game Wayne Wayne's just put I feel sorry for anyone who paid to watch the Krasnodar game because it was a bit dire it was our B team at the end of the day but really None of this matters because we finished top of the group, lads. We were we were going to finish top of the group pretty much no matter what happened, and we finished top. Um, and that's that's all that matters. You know, last year we saw what happened. We got to the round of sixteen, which is great, and then buy-in happened. <laughs> so this year, and you know what, this this goes to show, like you know, I think you praise Lampard for this. Something went wrong last year. He rectified it this year, and, and you know, changed. The course of this season like through his mistakes and that's something to be praised by and there uh, finishing tough we have a certain amount of uh different opposition we can face you know obviously finishing top means we get to play the runners up of other groups so i'll run through and we have atletico mönchengladbach porto atalanta sevilla lazio barca and leipzig obviously we can't get sevilla but who do we want to see out of them like boys uh, we'll go for uh, you nick first I think Porto is the standout one there, to be honest. (laughs) I think if there's one team, you just go, Porto, yes, please. Tick that. And that should be, hopefully, a relatively comfortable route through to the next round. Other than that, I don't think there's any sort of glaring weak teams from second, but there are certainly some you want to avoid. I think we want to avoid Atletico Madrid at all costs. Yeah, I think we saw they did to Liverpool last year. They're not a team you want to be playing in knockout football. I think Barcelona, although we mock them, and they're struggling in two months' time. The picture could be very different. We don't know. And they do have the individual brilliance of Messi. So I think avoid them. And again, Leipzig, I think, you know, that would be a tough a tough one. But not the end of the world. But I think we want to avoid them. But I think anyone else, really, I don't think we really mind playing them, to be honest. Yeah, no, I mean... And the rest. Atalanta, yeah. maybe, but I think, you know, we can get them. Yeah. Yeah, more Kyle just said, you know, Lazio, I, 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 won't, yeah. I wouldn't mind... Lazio, one of them. You say, yeah, Jan, Lazio wouldn't be bad, would they? Yeah, Lazio. I mean, I um, I think they were they were the early kickoff yesterday, um, and they suffered. They suffered. They went. Um, I think they took the lead in the team they played against, which was coming back and coming at them, and um, they just looked like they didn't want to be there. They from the like sixtieth minute, they were just getting their pants pulled down. <laughs> Honestly, and I think the the other team also hit the bar in like the last minute. It, it was just chaos. They they literally just flopped over the line. So they look like a team without confidence. I don't think they really have many big hitters apart from Milinkovic Savic. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to touch on what Nick was saying, I don't want Barcelona. I've seen a lot of people, and I I appreciate the cockiness and the the confidence, <laughs> but don't play with fire. Let's not get Barcelona. This is a Messi that is going to be playing his potentially his last game. So it's going to be mega. Uh, this might be my last US, UCL. Let me start again. Mega, this may be my last UCL game with Barcelona. Messi. 
So I don't want to see that messy. I don't know about you guys. Let's just no, mate, that's such a valid point. You know, I didn't even think about it that way. Obviously, yeah. I initially thought oh, I'm probably signing on the uh, the arrogant side, like fuck it, we'll have everyone. <laughs> but no, you <laughs> you're right. Uh, Luke Luke just said um, I'd take Munch and Glad back. Just squeeze through and look like a very poor against Real. True, but they were dominant. They were top of that group for a lot of that. You know, a lot of that group stage. Yeah. So they they um, are stronger than we think. Yeah, I'd take them. I think it's tough. It's dangerous to look at just one game because, you know, they dominated Madrid in the first game and then Madrid pulled it back late on. And they do have decent, you know, Turan player. There's some quality players in that team. But I do think, yeah, they, those would probably be one you also wouldn't mind getting. But probably, you know, after Porto for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, I think Porto's the one, isn't it? Porto's the one everyone wants. Uh, but... As I said, you know, we are through top of the... We're in group pot one and looking at the teams around us, you know, Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, City, Liverpool, Dortmund, Juve, PSG, we're in that group, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's quite... Walking with that swagger, isn't it? <laughs> that's gas work and stuff. Um, and also just exciting because I reckon if you look at that list, every one of those would be a hard game. So if we did, you know, end up being runners-up, we would have been in a little bit of trouble. And guess who didn't end up runners-up, lads? Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> still, be, uh, still rub that in. It's a couple of days later, but we'll still rub it in. It's still a bit of fun. And they said it was just an energy drink. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, what the hell? And and to be fair, look, right now, if, if karma's a thing, let's we won't mention anything about Leipzig. So <laughs> just in case we draw them. But honestly, yeah, it was just put a smile on my face that and you know over at the back post we have we have Adam who's a United fan and he was he was confident he was like it's fine we you know we, we're okay we got those two wins early on we beat him five now and just to see that which put a smile on my face really did <laughs> yeah yeah oh, I think brilliant. afterwards we saw we saw all those t tweets those ill-fated tweets come out afterwards and you know so it was nice to rub it in and yeah, United in the Europa League, you know, they mocked us all of last year and this year. So for coming above, for them coming above us in the league, well, we topped our group in a round of 16 and then a round of 32 in the Europa League. So uh, <laughs> who had the last laugh? Oh, yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you guys watched that game, but they got panned. They oh, got yeah. absolutely touched from minute one, by the way. It was just relentless. Bam, 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 bam in their face. And they're very lucky. They got um, Leipzig actually got a third goal that was uh, initially um, disallowed. It was disallowed, sorry. Um, so then that kind of ruined their flow a little bit, and they got the third goal a little bit later in the game. So by that point, it was Leipzig going. We're three in a while. We're going to sit back. Um, and Man United just kind of chucked the kitchen sink at them. Got their usual nonsense luck with a penalty that didn't exist um, <laughs> and a, a header that came off Harry Maguire's hand that went in and was allowed. So, you know, they made it look close, but they got touched. They, they yeah, it was, that. it was nearly a, a, a dodgy comeback, like like their night in PSG a couple of years ago. But I think, you know, they run out of luck. No, mate, uh, so quick little anecdote for that game. I, I, used to, I went to uni in Manchester and uh, me and my mate Josh, who's on the back post as well, double plug. And uh, we thought it'd be funny to go out in PSG tops and go watch it in a bar in Manchester. And... Uh, Honestly, <laughs> it was one of the biggest mistakes because we both sat there in PhD tops. There's one of a Paris fan in the room 
and uh, United come back and have that fluky handball decision. All the United fans go mad. They're pointing at us. They're laughing at us. I'm like, I'm a Chelsea fan, lads. I don't actually care. <laughs> I'm just sat there in a pit of jeans up like, oops. <laughs> Big mistake. I'd like, um, have been like, uh, je ne parle en français. Whatever, whatever, I'll just be like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and speaking of United, real quick, a big question's coming in. I think I would, you know, I was going to maybe say this to the end, but let's talk about it now. Would Paul Pogba get into the Chelsea midfield, lads? Discuss, Nick, go on. Um, well, I'm quite an advocate for Paul Pogba coming to Chelsea, but but I don't think he would come into our current midfield. And the, the reason for me, him, me wanting him is more the fact that the Pogba-Kante duo for France is just unbelievable. So it'd be awesome to see it at the bridge. But would he get into our current midfield? Uh, with the way we play, probably not. Also, I think Frank's not his biggest fan. You know, that's that interview that's sort of come from a few years ago now, been on the timeline recently, sort of, you know, criticising Pogba's game. Would he get into our midfield on his day? Yeah, but how often is his day? So, in terms of consistency, probably not right now. Yeah, fair enough, Jam. Pogba's a great player. Um, on his day, as Nick said, he's world-class. He is. Um, there is no dispute in that. It's just, it's. It, I, I kind of feel sorry for him. It hasn't worked for him at United, given the, the change of managers, the change of styles. Um, he doesn't like buses, so Jose do one. Um, you know... <laughs> Oli doesn't know what he changes his tactics from game to game. He doesn't have a clue, really. So how are you supposed to settle into that? With Pogba, you need to almost build a team around him, I think, to, to an extent. Um, and the answer to, to your question is he won't fit in our team because we need more energy than he can give. Um, and I think he and Kai Havertz have a similar style of play. Um, and it's almost like quite a nonchalant style of play. So it's not lazy. That's different. He's not lazy. Uh, I don't think we can have two of them in the same midfield. Let's put it that way. Given his age as well, um, and I'm just thinking, why not just keep what we've got? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade him for Mason Mount. I definitely wouldn't. Let's put it that way. I wouldn't trade yeah. him for Havertz. I wouldn't trade him for anyone. Maybe Kovacic. Yeah. No, that, you said it. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'll look at the comments after that one now. Um, Listen, I think um, I would, you'd mentioned the man's name, Mason Mount. I, I absolutely adore the fella, and um, mm. and and uh, you know I get a lot of stick off my mates for adoring him. I don't know about you guys, but he's he is going to be one of Chelsea's most important players. I can I can see it. He's really good, and the wet like the and recently him in midfield, he's just controlling it. Him and Kante control midfields. So for me, the Pogba rumours was annoying because it's like the person you get rid of is Mount. Really, I'd say. And I don't want to be getting rid of Mount, basically. He's our guy. Duracell bunny, isn't he? In a good yeah, way. Man. He's in, that, good. in the best way. In in the best way. Um, we got some some more comments just on this. Uh so he's, you know, Seekers just said clearly shows he's not world class, the fact that he wouldn't fit into our um fit into no. our team. Quickly on the Kovacic, Kovacic is better than Havertz. We'll 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 talk about that a little bit later on. Um so that's it. That's it for the Champions League. It's done. We can come back to that uh, in next year. I'm really excited because, you know, hopefully we go further than the round of 16. It's going to be sick. It's going to be good. You know, hopefully more fans allowed back by then as well. Um, and it will just be amazing. But let's take it back to the Premier League, boys. And we have Everton away on the weekend. The next, that's our next game. Um, <laughs> how, Jeremy, you cover your face, mate. How are you feeling about this one? 
Everton away. I think everyone knows this. If you support <laughs> this team, you know all about this fixture. Um, yeah. I mean, what's going to help is I don't think they're allowed. For, oh, no. They might have 2,000 fans. Yeah, so, I think they do have 2,000. Uh, another thing is, have you ever noticed every time we're going to play Everton away, they're in disarray and they're about to sort it out? Where the game that, that, that would change it for them? Have you ever noticed this? Yeah, every last season it was a big dunk, wasn't it? Yeah, every time. So they're galvanised naturally. It's so annoying, man. And I think um, their last game, didn't they lose at home to Fulham? Yeah, oh, no, they did. Leeds, 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 Leeds. And that was that. Their, no, that wasn't their last game. I don't feel like they won their last game anyway. No, nah, they drew at Burnley, didn't they? Yeah, that was it. See, you see what I mean? That's why we got Nick here. That's why we got Nick here. They're going to be. I'm, I'm worried about the game boys because there's just something about Everton. They they just click into gear when they're playing Chelsea, and I I, I actually do kind of believe in bogey teams. I mean, we've seen one of the fixtures off, which was. Newcastle way fairly relatively easily, actually. Um, I do have faith in the team, don't get me wrong, but a bogey fixture will always worry me. But that's, you know, that's just a fact. Yeah. Well, let me let me settle your nerves a little bit because I will be might be playing at fullback. <laughs> so, I nearly spat my drink out. Are you serious? <laughs> well, that's what they've been doing recently, haven't they? I think Luca Digne's been out. Coleman's, um, I think Coleman's been out, but he might be back. They, their fullback situation is dire at the moment, and they've been playing a Wobi there, so that might calm your nerves a little bit. Nick, how well, are you feeling about this? <laughs> <laughs> just have him, lads. Just have him. One. Nick, how are you feeling about this game? Uh, strangely confident, which is a rarity. Um, mm -hmm. Everton away. I normally just. Mark that down in the calendar as a guaranteed L. You know, I think <laughs> we, we only ever go and beat Everton if we're going to win a league. So maybe, maybe, who knows? We'll win this, we'll go on to win the league. Beating Newcastle and Everton in the same season can't be for nothing. Surely, surely, if we win both those games, we've got to go on and win the thing. Um, I, I look at Everton, I think defensively, you know, they're there to be got at. And I think we're actually a defensively solid team. So I think we can deal with them. Um yeah, nervy, but I actually am more a lot more confident than recent seasons. This is probably the first time in a few years that I'm actually confident of us going to Everton and getting a win. Yeah, I mean, playing back now, we'll lose one nil to a dominant Calvert-Lewin <laughs> on like the 94th minute or something. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, but that's you know what, that's a sign of the times, um, really, with the confidence level because you know we 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 are on this run. I mean, obviously, we drew against Krasnodar, but we're still unbeaten since Liverpool. We're on this really good run. That builds confidence. Uh, I think a, a main point for me as well is like that Krasnodar game was 10 changes, wasn't there? We have, we'll have a fit squad. Like they'll be ready. They won't have played a game midweek. I mean, obviously we've got Hudson Odoi and Zierkow, which is a bit of a blow, but um, we'll get onto that in a sec. But, you know, the, the likes of Mendy, Thiago Silva, you know, Chilwell, all these lads are well rested. So they'll be up for it. You know, they'll be really, you know, confident in this game, I think. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, We've got a couple of comments regarding this game. So let me just go through them real quick. So, yeah, Max just furthered my point. Everton has, they has no Dine or Coleman. That's massive, especially if we've got, you know, uh, Pulisic, who has a niggle, a niggle, that was the word yeah. used. Um, but, you know, he's, he's been training, he should be going. If we have Pulisic running at like Iwobi or whoever they have, that will, you know, that, that's going to be good. Uh, is Havertz going to be playing right wing for this game, Laz? What do we think to that? Yep. Um... You think he will? I guess it depends. Oh, no. Depends. No, because Werner will play out left and yeah. Pulisic out right, surely. 
Surely. Yeah. Yeah. I um I forgot I took the niggles. Pulisic's been injured. He's not. Yeah. No, he won't play. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, to be f- he played yeah. all right. He, he had like I think that the last game, although you know he might he messed up a little bit. I feel like that's the, the most positive we've seen him so far. I don't know other than the hat trick at Barnsley, but it's Barnsley in it, <laughs> so it's hard to um, it's hard to gauge that one. But yeah, and uh, what we, what we saying then, lads? You know, we've you've said it, you've mentioned his name already, Dominic Calvert Lewin. Uh, he, he's a worry for us, but I think. I've got such confidence in Thiago Silva and Zuma now that, like, at the start of the season, I was like, every score prediction I'd have, the other team scoring one at least. Nowadays, I'm like, it's just a clean sheet. Mendy's in goal. Thiago Silva, it's fine. We're good. What do you think to that? Yeah, Z- um, Zuma is... Yeah. Z- well, sorry. No, Zuma is the perfect anti-Calvert-Lewin defender. He can Absolutely, jump with him. Yeah. He's strong. And he could probably keep up with him too. Um, we just need to stop the crosses where we can. Um, yeah. Not give away stupid set pieces for Hammers to whip in because that's a problem. Um, we're, we're good. I'm not too worried about it. I mean, it's a problem, but we can do it. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm sure one of our midfielders, Kante or whoever, you know, will be probably put on Hammers and just to tell him, you know, like be on him, make sure he doesn't get any balls in. Uh, just we've got a couple more, you know, like on, on Pulisic, you know, they'd rather Pulisic be playing on the left, uh, getting him in. Against Leeds, we looked better with Pulisic on the left and Werner on the right. I would, I would agree. To be fair, yeah. Um, let's talk Werner real quick, lads. What? Because you know he's having a bit of. He's. Oh, I hate. I don't want to say anything negative, but he's 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 struggling in a little bit. He is, and I think personally, it's just in his head. I think the second he gets out of his head, scores a goal or two, he'll be scoring loads because you see how he gets into these positions. And gets into like just beautiful runs. Like when he came on at Krasnodar, he just fucking ran at them and they were shitting themselves. Like, so I think when he gets that goal, he'll be good. But right now, that goal isn't coming and he's he's clearing them off the line and all sorts. So, Nick, what do you think about Werner right now? Yeah, well, firstly, I just want to apologize to Timo on our podcast after we beat Burnley 3 0. Our mate Louis said he doesn't miss big chances. So <laughs> after that, I think he's probably missed about six or seven. Your so fault, I want to, to apologise to Timo on behalf of that. I'm not too worried because I think I, you know, I I think apart from Ren, I don't actually think Timo's had like a bad game. Yeah. I think he, against Leeds, he's still got that that brilliant burst of pace at the end for the assist for Pulisic, and against Newcastle, he still managed to set up Tammy. So even if he's not scoring, he is still contributing on the whole, and he is being played not really in his strongest position. So. I'm not, I'm not too worried, but yeah, I think with him it's just confidence. If he get if he gets one, he'll just go on a streak. To be honest, yeah, I think that as well. Just a quick, uh, you probably can't hear it right, but the neighbours are blasting. That's all, all I want for Christmas is you right now. So if you can hear that, enjoy the festiveness. <laughs> I only can <laughs> so, now because you said it. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. Probably shouldn't have said it, should I, boys? Um, <laughs> the retro kids got a good question here, and I think this is a big question at the moment. Oh, it nearly went away. Uh, we've got. Giroud or Tammy? I think it's a big question right now. Uh, Jam, I'm going to give it to you so I don't have to answer it right away. Oh, yeah, because I was making a face. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's let's be real. Frank Lampard will go on merit. Um, You know, he usually goes off form. And who's in form? It's Olivier Giroud, man. The French Johnny Bravo has to be playing. He... 
I mean, right now, every time he's he's on the pitch, he's so effective. He holds up the ball, he links up play, um, and his box play as well. Getting on that front post, getting those flicks. Look at the goal he scored against Leeds. We needed that. Um, he just has to play. Tammy, unfortunately, um, and this can happen in a young striker. He's just lost his form a little bit. Um, I personally think I I play up front as well. Not obviously not a pro, but <laughs> use your rude levels, Jam. I'll take the G and the I maybe and then maybe 20% of it but no I I, I play up front myself and what what can happen sometimes is um, when you're not playing at your best and you know you're not playing at your best when you're a guy with the mentality of Tammy who knows how good he is and wants to be the best and you know he's really headstrong he tries to get involved too much in the play for me I think he'd be an excellent box player, a bit like Calvert-Lewin. You don't see him getting involved in this in this play on the halfway line that much. Do you know what I mean? Um, unless they need to hit the ball for him to run in behind. Tammy's got pace. I want to see him doing that more. I think he could do that well. I don't want him coming in and linking up because he always arrives in the box too late. How many times do you see a cross come in and he's that far from it? Honestly. That's one yeah. criticism I have of him. Otherwise, I think he's a fantastic player. He's 22 or 23. He's got many years ahead of him. We don't need to talk of loaning him. We don't need to talk of selling him. He will get his chance. Giroud's on fire right now, and Tammy appreciates that. He hasn't got a problem with sitting on the bench for him. I'm telling you that now. Yeah, and, and we've got a comment here just saying Tammy is young and is the future. Absolutely. I yes. think we... We forget how young he is, and um, what who better to learn off than Giroud? You know what I mean? Like for that big striking role, um, Nick. What do you think about the Tammy Giroud situation? Yeah, I think at the moment Giroud's got to start. He's he's got himself back in the team. You know, he deserves he deserves that start. Really, was it five goals in the last two starts from or whatever? So yeah, start him against Everton. Probably you know a perhaps more physical game as well might suit him more. Sort of a rough and tumble against Everton's centre backs and. Look, I think with Tammy, you know, people are being a bit harsh. And I've seen a lot of like reactionary stuff this week comparing him to Morata and Higuain, etc. And I'm just thinking, like, be careful what you wish for. A couple of weeks ago, after we beat Newcastle, everyone was singing this boy's praises. Yeah. We've been talking about how improved he is this season. And he has been much improved this season, I think, you know. It's not just for goals, it's his all-round play. So I think just, you know, Giroud's in good form. We don't know how much longer we're going to have him for. Just play him. Play players in form and try and win games. It's simple. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you both. He's such a he's such a talented forward. He gets you the goals. And, I've, you know, you said the physical aspect as well. That's completely true. And, you know, what? And yeah, Tammy. Tammy's been great this season. Giroud coming in is a testament to how good Giroud is, not how bad Tammy is. Um, so I think that needs to be remembered. And also what needs to be remembered is this is a compact season we'll, we'll we talk about this a little bit later but this season is like every other day this is i mean like we play tuesday right and we, and we play saturday I, I, I was like should be a chelsea game soon because i'm just used to seeing them every two three days now um so we're gonna need all these players and this is one of chelsea's biggest strengths is we have tammy rude Werner up front you know what i mean like they, it's like you look at city right now they don't have aguero jesus isn't fitting that you know that mold and they're struggling because of that Chelsea right now we can get players you know we bring we brought Andrew in and he played well because our depth is good so we need to remember that as well I think um saw an interesting comment here as well just before we move on uh I gotta scroll up 
I want to see Havertz as centre forward this season. And I know he did play there a little bit um, at Leverkusen, didn't he? Especially towards the end of last that last season. What, what do you think to that, Nick? Oh, it's a tough one because do we? You know, I think this team plays better with in a four-three-three and with him. You know, potentially as one of the eights. I, you know, this. You know, while we might get the most out of Havertz in that sort of position, I don't think we actually suits the team that well. And we sort of saw our struggles earlier this season. So. Look, I think Havertz can do a job, to be fair, at, you know, in that sort of set eight role. We saw, I think Burnley had, a, you know, him and Mason Mount had good games against Burnley in the eight role. So, look, maybe, maybe we'll see it, but I don't think we need to really, like, worry about seeing him in eight, in that centre forward role to sort of get the best out of him. I still think he'll do a more than good enough role, sort of, in one of the eights, as we've sort of seen so far this season with, you know, other players filling in there. Yeah, no, and I think, you know, because of his price tag, a lot of people are jumping on him a little bit and they are, they're kind of, uh, you know, saying, is he going to be a flop? More people on the outside looking, obviously, um, and all this and that. And and also some Chelsea fans might be worrying because of that and thinking, where where can he suit? Where will he suit? We need to build a team around him, blah, blah. It's not that case. He's the, the lad's 21. He, he's moved to a new country. He He's a much far superior league, in my opinion. Uh, it's going to take time, but the Lampard said it himself. He's going to be an incredible player, and I think um, you can see it as well. You can see he's such a beautiful footballer. I think against Krasnodar, you can see like the way he moves around the pitch, the way he touches the ball, the way he moves the ball. It's it's unlike no other uh, players at the moment. Uh, it's any now, Jay. Listen, listen. <laughs> it, 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 he has the potential. The potential. No, that's it. Does. You know what I mean? It, it is. Listen, and this will probably get clipped up if he does flop, sir. That's great. <laughs> but so I think, but I just, what I'm saying is basically, what I'm saying is people need to calm down and just give the kids some time. And I think that's, uh, that would be best. Um, <laughs> so it's just reading some of the comments now. <laughs> Do you remember, oh, where's that gone? Remember when Benzema called Giroud a go-kart? <laughs> it, it's just, just a, what, what a time that was. Right? Just, why, why did he do that? He literally, <laughs> I, I, I don't get why he did that. And what happened after that? Look at Giroud's uh, all-time um, goal-scoring record for France. He's coming for Henri. He's coming for him. He's going for him, isn't he? Benzema, man. Maybe, maybe Benzema's a genius. He just loves France. And he was like, he wanted to give Giroud a kick up the bum. And he just, go on, mate. Go on, sc go score some goals. Go, go be class. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's move on from the Everton game now. And... and uh, I quickly want to talk about the Wolves game because it's actually really close. Like before we do another podcast, the Wolves game will have happened because it is uh, midweek next week. So, uh, and it's two big away days uh, coming up: Everton and then Wolves. Um, and then, if last season's, you know, last season Wolves, well, last couple of seasons when when Wolves have come up, they've been the team to to go for the bigger teams. You know what I mean? They'll pick up points at United, they'll pick up points at City, and then they'll drop points to like. Burnley or someone weird, but Chelsea, one of the top six squads. And, you know, I'm always a bit worried against Wolves. Uh, obviously, we had that great away day last season. But what do we think to this, Nick? What you, how are you feeling for the Wolves game? Um, more confident, knowing that Jimenez probably unlikely to be playing in May, isn't he? So that, that's a big boost for us. I also think, you know, we're probably a lot more defensively solid than we were when we played them both times last year. And we seem to deal with them. Okay, I guess the question will be, does Frank switch up, you know, from before the back to try and match from like he did both games against them last year and switch to the three of the back? Obviously, it worked both times against them last year, but we've sort of seen we've got our own settled 
formation this year. So I guess that's the main question, really. But yeah, Wolves away is always, you know, it's going to be a tough game. They're, they're a solid, compact side, you know, dangerous, dangerous on the break. A lot of pace in their side as well. Look, it won't be easy, but at the end of the day, these are the type of games you've got to be winning if you're trying to go for a Premier League title. So we'll just see sort of these next two games sort of a measure for how far I think this team can go this season. Absolutely, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, you know, we are we we keep talking about ourselves as title contenders, which I think we are at this stage. These are the games you need to go and win. Um, Jam, what are you thinking? <laughs> um, yeah, so Wolverhampton Wanderers, man. Um, that's another game that makes me quiver a little bit. Now, to be honest, um, I saw them get their asses handed to them by Liverpool, um, and actually they played a four-three-three. So maybe it's yeah, because they of that. Actually. They might go back to uh, what a three-five-two, whatever it is they usually play. But they're missing key players. That's why I think he's fiddled with it. Um, obviously, Jimenez. I don't think they have a striker that can hold it up. So maybe that's why they've changed to the four-three-three to allow for the pace of Traoré, Neto, and Podence um, up front. So if they play the four-three-three, we will crucify them. I think just judging by what I saw in that Liverpool game, although they did have chances. So. I think our defence will be able to hold them up, but I think their defence is not actually that great, you know, with the back two. Cody yeah. didn't look comfortable at all. He wants, he wants you know, three centre-backs. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty confident on that one, to be honest. More than That's, Everton, yeah. by the way. Yeah, well, you, like you said, Everton are a bit of a fucking burger team, aren't they? Um, I think my, my main point for the Wolves game would be, you know, minimum rotation would be my uh, my my main word for that because um we've we've had these games recently where we've we've switched it up severe we switched it up quite heavily Kraus had always switched it up and but now now that we're going to have a bit of a run in the prem before you know the cups come back and stuff i think you know minimum rotation obviously if people are injured you got to manage that well but you know keep the back line very stable you know Thiago Silva Mendy Zuma keep these boys keep playing and they'll just get better and better that way. So I, I, I that's what I want to see now going forward. Not as much rotation, obviously, unless we need to. Um, uh, Elizabeth King said, what's your prediction, lads? So we didn't actually give a prediction for the Everton game. So if we quickly want to give a cheeky prediction. Sorry oh, to put God. you on the spot, boys. Um, it, it go on. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I said on, I recently said we beat Leeds 3-1 and I jinxed Patrick Bamford into scoring. And I've also said that I think, and Jam's also mentioned that Zuma can deal with Dominic Calvert Lewin. So by that logic, I'm going to say we're going to win two one, and Dominic Calvert Lewin will score for Everton. Listen, if get your bets on people, Nick knows. <laughs> Jam, what are you saying? Do you know what I'm going to go three nil? Three nil Chelsea. Three nil Chelsea. Love yeah, it. Love I, it. I I can just um the more you know we had a chat about it, and the more I was thinking about it, I could just see Everton losing their confidence really easily. Um, yeah. So whether that's early, getting, early goal, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Get an early goal. I, I don't see Giroud missing a chance he gets. So you know he's going to put that in the back of the net. Then they're just going. It's going to be peak for them, isn't it? Really. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. No. Fair enough. I, I, I'd, I'd probably say I was going to go for a two-nil. Same kind of thing. Early goal. Get the game put to bed. Listen, we'll, we we've been putting games to bed too late recently, so maybe we'll get one quite early and then one really late. <laughs> maybe that's what we'll say, and then uh, we'll go for a Wolves prediction as well. While we're at right, Jan, let's see your Wolves prediction. Uh, why did you come to me first? <laughs> and, uh, right, so Wolves. 
Three nil as well. Three one. Three one. Three one. Three one. Sponsor, it's the sponsor. Keeps us keeps the breeze going. Nick, what are you saying? Remember that. Um, I'll say another two one. <laughs> Just keep it safe and dull. Two one. Two two one wins. Yeah, I, I would. I would probably agree with you. I'd say like maybe a two one. Uh, even if a cheeky free one, maybe you know what I mean. Like I think uh, Wolves have the more of a capability to score than Everton do. I think yeah. um, we'll go for that. Right. Um, before we move on to the questions, because after the, after we talk about this, we're going to go on to live questions. Just answer your more questions before we end the show. So make sure you stick around and, and get some questions in for that. But I just wanted to talk about the Christmas period real quick, just really quickly. We have a lot of games coming up, and the kind of big ones we got. We've already spoke about we've got Everton, we've got Wolves, then we have West Ham, then we have uh, at home, then we have Arsenal away, and then we have Villa away just before the new year. It's it's tight, it's, it's coming in fast. You know, teams like West Ham are doing well, Villa doing well, Arsenal doing shit. So that's the one I'm most confident about. <laughs> but how many points do you think we're picking up from these lads? These next five games, and I've put in some hefty questions. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I'd yeah, say it. <laughs> in terms, it depend, look, in terms of what your aspirations are for this team it, it varies I think if we're talking about being title contenders I think we need minimum 11 from the next five so three wins and two draws ideally yeah. you've probably got to, I think you've got to win at Arsenal considering how poor they are yeah. I think you've probably got to be beating Villa I think you've got to be beating uh, probably beating West Ham although West Ham is a tricky game and then, to be honest, as, as disappointing as it'll be, two draws from Everton and Wolves aren't disastrous, but it does put a lot of pressure on the three games after that. So I'd say if we're being tight, if we want to be tight contenders, we need eleven to thirteen from the next next five. Nice, All right, Jam? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, the game that I'm fearing the most is West Ham. I don't know what it is, but when they see Chelsea, they just become something else. They yeah. uh, honestly. They become rather than West Ham, they become West Germany, man. It's like what <laughs> the hell? Seriously, they, it's it's always peak, man. They always get some sort of superpowers. I mean, uh, West Ham again. I just remember the most. Uh, actually, it was the most annoying game period last season was West Ham away. Uh, Rudiger. I called him Bobo the Clown after this. I mean, you know it's Yarmolenko, and you allow him on his left foot, and that just. Every time I hear West Ham, I remember that. Plus the the comeback uh, against Tottenham. Just had to get out in there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Jesus. Um, yeah, I, I agree with Nick. 11 to 13 points. We, we must be aiming for that at least. And, you know, the drop points are probably going to come from fatigue and rotation, maybe injuries. But one thing I just want to get in there, uh, you know, it's a message to the Premier League. What the hell are you doing, man? Every other top five league has got five subs and you're still pussyfooting around with three. What, what what the hell, man? You've got to safeguard your own players. And another thing, right? A lot of players for the uh, England squad obviously play in England, if not all of them, my bar Sancho. Um, you wait and see how this affects England at the Euros compared to every other um, country, unless most of their players are in this league. It's a joke, man. We're going to get all these soft tissue injuries, man. Literally, I'm so worried about Pulisic. So oh, worried mate. about him. Do you know what? I could have gone and more of a rant, actually, about that. But I did the other day. So, you know, that was quite calm. <laughs> but I am pissed off about it. 
Seriously. No, mate, you were seeing the effects of it, aren't we? We're seeing, you know, Ziek and Hudson Doy having hamstring injuries. Pulisic is like scaring us every time he kicks the ball. And, you know, we look over at other clubs, you know, you look at Liverpool, who've been injury ravaged. Like, it's, I, I agree, mate. I really do. Um, yeah, and people are agreeing with you as well. You know, people can say, good point. Um, yeah, uh, as for me, I, I reckon that is, I, I, I wrote it down before. But I completely agree. 13 points. I, we're bound to draw, uh, you know, one of them. West Ham is a likely draw. Uh, you know what I mean? It's one of them. I, I'm, I, I'm. if you can't tell, lads, I'm a Brummie. So I'm terrified for the Aston Villa game because I hate them. Like, and they'll just they'll just be horrible if they win. And they think they're going to be in the Champions League for some reason this season. So, <laughs> um, right, cool. Let's get into some comments before we wrap this up. So, everyone, if you're watching right now, get some comments in. What do you want us to talk about? We'll answer anything unless it's personal or maybe personal. Not too personal, though. Uh, <laughs> actually, quickly, let me just say one thing about Aston Villa. Go on. Grealish. Oh. <laughs> we all saw that on Twitter today. We all saw it. Man get like him to the bridge. Get him to the bridge. Breaking right. COVID rules again, but <laughs> Mr. Mr. Jack Grealish is living his best life. Leave him to it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. I, he, you know, what? I'm just gonna say, I think he got snapped, and he doesn't give a fuck. He just, he was just like, yeah, it is what it is. I'm living my best yeah. life. <laughs> He's a madman. All right. <laughs> Nah, fair play. I like it. I like it. Um, I'm just going to run through your questions now. This isn't a question. This is just a big up to myself. Give it a vi this video a thumbs up if you want to see this show again, everyone, and more of me and more of these lads. Um, press that like right. button. Press that. Go for it, boys. Fucking like button. Right. <laughs> uh, with Luke Sullivan, with the current injury situation slash injury proneness in our wingers, would you like to sign a winger in January? And if so, who? Right. That's a good question. Nick, do you want to take that one? Yeah, get William back. Oh no! Has to be done. Has to be done. We don't need that Brazilian Gary Cole. Nah, um, Let's go. It's, Pedro's yeah. coming back before William. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get Pedro back before William. No, um, it's tough though because you look at tip top wingers who could we get? You know, I guess you know it just means you know Jaden Sancho if you fancy coming out be quite quite handy. But um, I guess also I guess you know maybe it gives an opportunity for Andrew out there maybe. But I do yeah. think, yeah, the fact that we've got what three wingers, and you know, one of them's you know definitely injury prone doesn't doesn't help. So, uh, you know, yeah, you know what it, could be good. You know how like we've brought Thiago Silva in, and he's fucking world class, but he's a bit older. He's a short term solution to the problem, and then the other players around him are going to learn and grow. We could do something like that with a winger. I haven't got any names off the top of my head, right? But that could be a maybe a smart play. Get a, an experienced winger in, teach the younger lads like you know Pulisic, who's still young, Hudson Odoi, even Andrew in. Get them, you know, like learning off him. And then once you know he goes and he's done the short term thing, we've got the the new batch coming through. That could be a shower. What do you think to that? Yeah. Marco Royce, fancy coming? Come on, mate. Ooh. Finally, Hulk can join us. After all years of transferring, <laughs> Hulk can join us. Hulk, get into the bridge. Get into the bridge. <laughs> um, oh, this is, a, this is a, a tricky question. Um, would you rather have Chelsea win the Champions League or the Prem uh, this season, I'm guessing? Oh, it's a difficult one, that. Because, uh, you know, all, all of us will probably agree that the Champions League win was probably one of the best nights of our lives. Um, 
But right now, a Premier League, you know, the Premier League's so wide open. It'd be good to have, you know, you know how in that Leicester winning season, you know, you know how like Spurs were really close and then they didn't get it. It'd be really good if they were really close, but we got it uh, <laughs> instead. So there's that. Uh, what do you think, Jan? What do you think? Which one would you rather? Well, you've just made my mind up, man. I cannot have Spurs anywhere near that trophy. They need to... The closest they get to that is only seeing it from like five metres away. They never touch it. I I say Chelsea, you've got to win the Premier League if it's one of the two. Uh, the Champions League, I mean, it is what it is. a knockout tournament, you know. If we were to win that and not win the Prem, other rival fans would be like, oh, yeah, well, you got an easy draw or this happened or that happened. It is a knockout tournament, to be fair. Big one at that. But I want the Prem back. I want that Prem back. That's the one for me, man. 100%. Fair enough. Nick, what are you saying? Yeah, I think the threat of Spurs makes me say we've got to win the Prem just to sort of save humanity, really. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've got to It'll take one for guys. the team, really, here. Exactly. <laughs> we've got to take one for the team here. Let let someone else have the Champions League and uh, save, save humanity by winning the Prem. So, yeah, I have to go with that. Fair enough. That's a good question, though. Thanks for that. Um, here's one that's close to my heart. Uh, would you like to see Tomori get some more minutes? <laughs> Absolutely, I would. But uh, it's a it's a sticky one, isn't it? Uh, you know, he is going to be class. I think he's a really good technical uh, defender. Uh, I think I fell in love with him in that Wolves away game. You know, that thirty yard screamer. I think from that point, I've been biased probably. But uh, as it stands, he's not. He's you know. He's he's down the pecking order. We've got defenders ahead of him, and what's best for him is to go away on loan. That's best for him. That might not be best for the Chelsea, but best for him as a player. And you know he's still young, got a lot of time ahead of him. But I love him. I'd like to see him still. I remember um, quick quick another quick anecdote. Me and my mate uh, were playing a derby career. Uh, the, the year Lampard was there, and I didn't realise uh, Tamori was a Chelsea player at this point. Uh, on loan and uh we were, we were doing a career and like we got Tamori in at defense and he was fucking sick and i was like this lad is our boy i love him and then and then josh uh, my mate googles him he goes jay he's a chelsea loney i was like hey! and then then last season happened and he was class and stuff so maybe i've got a bit of a connection to him, i don't know uh but what are you saying nick what do you think yeah i think i think Tomori's got to go on loan in January and really it's simple as that. He needs minutes and he's not realistic. He's not getting in ahead of Zuma and Silva. If, you know, Zuma and Silva need to stay fit for us to have a, you know, a successful season. So I think Tomori goes out on loan and then we sort of see what happens in the summer with Rudiger and Christensen. I think if we can offload one or both of them, then Tomori gets a chance. I think it's just a waiting game really for him at the moment. But yeah, yeah. he needs a loan. He does, he, he does need it, doesn't he? Jamie, you got anything else to add on that one? Yeah, I mean, I I like him. I think he'll be a quality defender. I think he already is. Um, if you think back to the game where Christensen got sent off and then he came on um, against Liverpool, how good was he in that game? Honestly, oh, God, yeah. absolutely unbelievable. So I've got a theory. You don't suddenly drop a performance like that off the bench to go to not playing. You know, Frank Lampard's quite a fair guy from what I've seen anyway, and he will play your merit. So there's got there's there has to be something else to it. I hate to speculate, but you know I've seen across all the leagues that some of the youngsters can't, you know, with COVID rules they can't not break them. You know they they keep breaking these rules. Yeah. Maybe he's doing something like that. Maybe the discipline's gone behind the scenes, and maybe maybe he's been taught a bit of a lesson. Who knows? Um, but 
you know, he needs to go on loan. Um, I'd love it to be a Premier League team or a top a top German team, maybe, um, mm. you know, something like that. But yeah, he, he needs to go online. He needs to go online. Yeah, it just has yeah. to happen. Definitely. Right. Fair enough. Uh, just regarding the last question, why not win both trophies? Let's come on. Uh, <laughs> let's get, let's get greedy with it. Um, I'm going to just take a couple more questions before we wrap up here, lads. Uh, so we've got, I think I've, we've seen this one a couple of times now, so I'm going to get it up. I've seen it pop in a little bit and it is, Chelsea 0405 or Arsenal Invincibles. And listen, this this could be a video in itself, couldn't it, lads? But what we're saying, this is a difficult question. Um, and and listen, we're gonna be biased. Um <laughs> I can tell you that now. But what, what are you thinking, Nick, to this one? It's a big question, really. Yeah, uh, well, if you know we didn't, you know, lose at City, that isn't even a debate, to be honest, that season. But um 0405, you know, we've got five more points from that Invincibles team, 12 draws in that Invincibles team. That same Invincibles team, they got knocked out by us in the Champions League. You know, I could, I, I feel like a jab is the up to go on, but 0405, you know, broke, broke <laughs> leaks, <laughs> conceded in the Premier League season, etc. You know, just 0405 is clear, man. It's that, not even a debate. Is, this is Who why cares about a golden it. Premier League trophy or whatever? <laughs> I mean, you know, when we won the league last time, we got more points than that Invincibles team. So, love it. Listen, no more needs to be said. Nick done it all there. Got a quick question. I'm going to answer this one really quick. Prime matter, Rob on a drug bat, drug bat. Uh, <laughs> 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 just easy that one. Um, <laughs> um, a lot of people have been saying as well um, throughout the comments. You know, when we talk about the winger, bring back Hazard. Uh, I might we we could probably end on this question. Bring back Hazard to be a winger, but um, you know, uh, uh, you know, like because we're lacking in wingers right now. Jam, what are you saying? I saw a tweet earlier today. We might we may have all seen it. Um, I think Nick's laughing because he he's, I think he saw it actually. <laughs> it's a Jack Grealish. Or Hazard, as in right now, who would you take? And it kind of ties into this question because it's the same answer I'm going to give. It breaks my heart to say it's going to be Grealish if I had the choice. It wouldn't be Hazard. I wouldn't take him back. And I'll tell you why. His injury record has been, it's been stupendous. It's, it's horrendous, man. Honestly, mental, isn't it? It's really, really bad. So what's the point? I, I hate to say it. I know how, don't get me wrong, one of my favourite players ever, the guy carried us so much. And I really think someone like Pulisic would learn so much from him. Callum Hunter would learn even more from him. Um, but, gosh, it's, you know, if we're looking at sentiment, it's got to be Hazard, but yeah. we've got to get back in. But, gosh, I, I, I think he's going to cost too much. I think his injury record's horrible. He's just not going to play, is he? Yeah, to to play devil's advocate though, I think you know we. I think the plan is to have Pulisic be the next left big left winger, uh, and if he can stay injury uh, free as well. But he's you know he's supposed to be the guy that you know takes us forward on that left hand side, and to get uh, Grealish in, Grealish is arguably the guy to you know be the mainstay. So we'd have a, another problem in that class. But then if Hazard come back, he hasn't got many more years left in him. Uh, so that's devil's advocate, but I do I do agree with what you're saying. You know, Grealish right now he's got the world ahead of him. Don't know what he's still doing at Villa. <laughs> like, come on, lads. 
Get, get away from that horrible club. Sorry, I should stop using my my own bias. Uh, Nick, what do you think, to wrap this up, what do you think about Eden Hazard coming back or Grealish? Yeah, uh, I'm with Jam. It just does, I love Eden Hazard to bits, man. One of my favourite ever players to watch. Like, well, He's the most talented player we've ever had at this football club, no doubt. And he might well be the most talented we ever do have. But it doesn't make sense. There's no fine, like just looking at it, you know, trying to look at it from a board perspective. There is no financial transfer business sense there. If we sign him, there is literally no resale value. He is injury prone. We made a cracking bit of business selling him when we did. And we've got to look for the future. And I think, honestly, you see how this team has developed. Selling Eden Hazard was when we did was probably one of the best things we've done in recent years. And I think we, in a few years, we might look back on that as the start of a really successful era. Because while Hazard was here, he was sort of papering over cracks a bit much. You know, there was we didn't really go forward as a club. It was mainly him bailing us out. And I think since he's left, we've actually seen more individuals step up to the plate and help help this team. So, yeah, love and Hazard to bits, but nah, wouldn't, wouldn't take him back. His time at Chelsea is done, but what, what time it was. Mate, perfect answer. Thank you for that. And lads, thank you both for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Um, sorry if we didn't answer everyone's questions. Look, we're going to be doing this on a regular basis. So come back when if you can and we'll get more questions in. Uh, lads, thank you again. Uh, let, let's promote your channels and, and your socials, all that kind of stuff. Nick, go ahead. Take it away. Right. So we've got a podcast, my mate and myself, my mate and Jack have got a podcast. It's called Back Chelsea Pod. Uh, both of you lovely guys have been on it as well. So if you guys have enjoyed this, then, you know, check us out because we'll have similar, I guess, similar type guests to what we've got on. And yeah, on, we're on Twitter at Back Chelsea Pod. So drop us a follow. Absolutely. And Jam, what do you do? Yeah, so um, obviously follow me um, on Twitter. My handle's at Kit3Jam, underscore Jam, no sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, no I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also the media manager for sw6 daily we've got some really big things going on um so please do drop us a follow on twitter um and um i just want to big up jay for this as well thanks for having us um yeah. make sure you subscribe and like the video of course um and i back up what nick was saying about that chelsea pod um really tune into it it's it's a, it's a cracking pod um and they deserve more followers so yeah, just big us all up, please. Please. Yep. Payment okay. in the post jam. Thank you very much. And check out Jay at the back post. Check out, post. check out Jay at the back post. He's not going to plug oh, it yes. himself. Check it oh, out. I'm so sorry. Check it that's, out. Check it out. Yeah. Oh, please, I'm blushing. Right. That's it. Subscribe to Blues Fans TV. Thank you so much for joining us. We really enjoyed this. Thank you for getting the comments. Uh, this will be on Spotify later on as well. So, you know, check that out as well. Cheers. Bye-bye. Cheers. <laughs>